What's up, guys? I'm Hannah, CEO and co-founder of Doorside. And today, in this beautiful house, we have Dayton Verity. Dayton is a real estate agent. He's an entrepreneur. He has gone through um, pre-nursing. He's applied to nursing school. Um, fun fact about Dayton, he's also a DJ. He produces really cool <laughs> music. And he is a veteran burner. Hey, guys. <laughs> Yeah, so today we're just going to be kind of chatting about Dayton's experience in real estate as well as in property management. Um, so I'm curious, Dayton, like what motivated you to get your real estate license to start with? Yep, so uh, my dad uh, has his managing broker's license. He's been in it for about 25 years and my mom got in shortly after and got into residential sales. Um, I graduated high school and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go to college. My dad offered um, an opening at his business as a property manager, so I got my real estate license, um, got on the team there, did it for a few years, um, had a good time, it was a great experience, learned a lot, um, didn't think it was for me, so I went to school, um, got some schooling in, became an EMT, took pre-nursing, and then um, at the height of Washington's economy, or the real estate market in 2000, let's say 16, uh, my mom needed a full-time licensed assistant. So I came on board and uh, it was an incredible experience. Um, it was the most lucrative uh, two years of her career. So uh, I, I'm grateful that I hopped in during that time to experience that. Um, since coming on board with her team, um, uh, I've been feeling a little bit of uh, regrets like I felt as a property manager in terms of um, pursuing this as a full-time career. Uh, I see um, my dad, he's a managing broker, so he delegates all of his agents. Um, so he has more of a balanced social life. But yeah. my mom, um, self-employed uh, residential realtor, she wasn't able to find a balanced lifestyle socially. And when I came on board, it was able to help her, but um, I once I realized that as a full-time licensed broker, that you can't find that balance of a lifestyle. Um, you can you can make really good money, but you can't have a social lifestyle. So that's kind of what made it click to me that I don't want to do this full-time. But um, I've been hearing about your guys's app, which has <laughs> been making me change my mind a little bit. But uh, yeah, tell me that's a little awesome. bit more about it. I don't know much yet about the app. Yeah, yeah. door side. Yeah, so building a technology that connects busy agents like just like your mom. Your mom mm -hmm. would be the perfect person to go into the app and if she's got another appointment booked or maybe she has a social life thing that she wants to be able to participate in, yep. she can log into the app and then book a showing service or an inspection or an open house, whatever she needs covered, another agent will fill in on her behalf. Um, and either show the house to her clients or host the home open or sit in for the inspection, whatever she needs at the time. So it's about providing uh, reclaimed time for busy real estate agents like your mom, not only so that they can reclaim their personal time, but so that they can better serve their clients and meet their on-demand needs. And like from what you're saying, it seems like you just witness like your mom struggling, like she faces pain in her business and in her personal life 
um, even though it's you know it's the payoff is worth it, but it always comes with a price yeah. tag. She's had a successful career, but <laughs> yeah. not a successful social life, uh, yeah. at least a balance of. Yeah, and I think every hardworking person deserves to have access to that. That's the thing too. It's like most people always believe like the harder that I work, there will eventually become a time where. I will peak and I will have all the free time in the world. Yep, yep. And depending on how you build your business, that either becomes true or that becomes false. Yep. And um, what I saw yeah. with my dad is he became a managing broker and he found that because he worked, yeah. uh, he started out as a property manager. Um, not everybody wants to become that. Uh, you true. know, 99% of realtors don't become a managing broker. True. Um, and as a licensed realtor, um, as assistant to my mom, uh, I'm able to help her find that balance. But uh, sometimes we like to leave town together because you know we're family. We take vacations, yeah. um, so uh, it's nice to have something like your app to rely on if we both want to leave together. And and not everybody is, um, I guess, lucky enough to have a licensed realtor full time. Sure. Um, it's pretty hard to you know you got to be in the business a long time and. Uh, build up your referral base before you have that opportunity. So, yeah. um, and then once I heard about this, like I said, uh, now I think if I wanted to pursue this as a career and I could take off and separate from my mom, yeah. um, she won't have to rely on me because she'll have door side. And then right. um, as a starting out, uh, as starting out as a new realtor on my own, once I get that referral base, like my mom's built, then yeah. I'll have that opportunity as well. So um, yeah, it's all about a balanced social and work life. For sure. Dude, that's awesome. That makes me feel like so much good value to know that something that I'm building can like provide you a new perspective on something that you felt wasn't a good fit for you based on the challenges that you're facing and for you to feel like it's a strong enough solution that it makes you change your mind like that's really impactful like, that's really cool to hear i've been watching my mom for years um, and that was one of the major reasons i came on because like i said i i had some regrets coming back into it because i already didn't like it working for my dad but it was more just to help her um, but now now i don't have that guilt of leaving her because she'll yeah. have this access to um Dude. uh I, you know she has me go get uh, lock boxes, show houses, do open houses, all of that. And um, I say that's, what, uh, that's a majority of what I do and what she needs me for. Um, you know, we sit uh, at home on our um, computer all day and I help her do paperwork. Um, yeah. But uh, those are the big things that she has me do so she can stay home and do the client correspondence, right. which are most important to build that uh, client rapport, that client relationship. So. Yeah. Yeah. put stuff in the pipeline right exactly it's like if you're busy doing other things you can't fill the pipeline and then yep. eventually it ends and you're like oh no I'm gonna be scrambling so I guess I just wanted to hear more from your perspective like to the other agents out there who are feeling overwhelmed like you're not alone yes <laughs> like, of course so many people are going you're not it. alone you're not alone <laughs> and then also talking about what it's like to build your business and how that feels because that's kind of the space that I came into this world from right like I was never the super successful agent that got really busy and I'm never gonna pretend that that's who I was like yeah. I came in starting this company from the perspective of struggling um, to you know 
be able to pay rent while trying to build my business and mm -hmm. all those other things. Um, and then just seeing opportunity in an ecosystem that already existed to, to help, yeah, like to, to help other ecosystem. people. Yeah, so just curious, like, I don't know, what do you think that the hardest thing is for busy agents, like, like your mom, for example, what do you think she struggles with the most when it comes to her business and her life? Um, Without putting her on blast, yeah, her, like personal stuff, no, you know what course. I mean? But, like just the um, most relatable And we're, we're hoping to get her out here. Um, <laughs> so I'm the licensed assistant, so it would be good to see her perspective on things. But um, yeah, yeah uh, some of the challenges, at least like when she was in your position um, starting a business, because you know, we're all self-employed here. Um, yeah. It was building that referral base and she had to go out and do open houses to try and get these clients because until you can get that established client base, uh, you're living paycheck to paycheck and sometimes you're not even getting that paycheck because you're on commission. Um, yeah. But that brings me to a good point about Doorside is it's not a, only an opportunity for uh, a busy agent like my mom, it's a good opportunity for the starting out agents that need to go out and market themselves because they can use uh, your app and your company to make a little extra bucks yeah. <laughs> while they're marketing themselves. They can go show a house, they can go lockbox, they can um, go hold an open house. And uh, the open house is a great opportunity and the agents that are struggling are already doing that anyways. Right. So they're getting paid for it and marketing themselves um, so, um, but yeah, back to my mom, I'm struggling. It was, it was definitely just building that client referral base and, yeah. uh, the unknown of if and when it will happen. Um, so yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that I just want to put it in the ether. I, I don't think real estate agents should be doing open houses for free. Like, yep. I see it's a fantastic opportunity and it's an opportunity to pick up buyers, but the hardest part, and it's like something that I don't think a lot of people talk about, is the fact that when you're a new agent, you're typically working a side job. And that side job is probably in like the customer service or hospitality space yep. because that's the flexible side income, and then that's where you can like really kind of pick your schedule. So if you're a agent trying to build your business, you're probably making coffee or working as a server. These are like things I did, right? Yep. And so if you're hosting open houses on the weekends, you're then not able to take advantage of the most income producing days of work. And I like, agree. I don't know, I'm just, I don't hear people talk about that, but it's so true because if you're trying to like make a living while trying to build a business, it's very, it's very challenging. Yep. And then to say like, okay, I'm gonna not work on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because I'm gonna host open houses in hopes that I pick up a buyer lead, then you're saying goodbye to like the most income producing days at your side hustle job. And that's just, I mean, that's really hard. Yeah, and not everybody has that opportunity. They don't even have a chance to balance it. Yeah. Uh, so my dad got into real estate first and got established. So, uh, and during that time, my mom was working at QFC and then uh, once my dad was established, my mom was able to rely on his income to start her own. Right. And for a very long time, she wasn't making any money. And uh, just like open houses, uh, you're not only like using those hours um, to hold an open and you're not able to work, uh, 
she's spending money to buy food and drinks to offer and print flyers yeah. and you know it's a lot of money for colored ink and all that yeah, um, true. and not everybody has the opportunity so like my mom had my dad to fall back onto for income but so if you're single or if your significant other isn't making money either um, yeah they, they don't have that opportunity so uh, that's why I think Doorside's so great is um, it gives them that opportunity um, not only to get an open house to hold for somebody but to also make uh, a little bit of extra money on the side yeah. to carry them over until they can get their established uh, client base like my mom yeah for real it's just about like having something that's reasonable something that can help you even in the slightest amount yep yep sure. anything anything that can keep you in it longer because it does take a lot of time um, and a lot of people just give up until they get there uh, they may yeah. be on the cusp but financially it's just been so straining on them um, that yeah. they just had to call it quits and find something consistent uh, in terms of income um, because this line of work can be really inconsistent even with an established client base yeah do you think that real estate is glorified like real estate agents as like being a real estate agent as a career is glorified in a way that it shouldn't be uh, just from interactions with my friends, uh, especially during the peak of the market, they, they think it's easy money. They think it's, it's easy work. Um, yeah. they don't see things from our perspective. Uh, yes, there is opportunity to make a lot of money, but you're trading off that social life. And, uh, a lot of us realtors go above and beyond that's, um, that's beyond our job description. Mm. Like um, for this house example, uh, we we're happy to help because we knew the owners, uh, they're our friends, um, but we were in here helping them move. You know, we want to save them money. Um, yeah. They're giving us a great opportunity to sell their house. Uh, we thought we'd return the favor and just you yeah. know, show them a little extra love. Um, but there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes that people don't realize. So they think they um, they think realtors just simply put an ad online, they get inquiries for um, or offers for the house, and then sign a contract, and then it's easy money. There's so many steps in between there that's not realized. Um, uh, so yes, <laughs> I totally agree with you. Yeah, that's true. I think that yeah, becoming a real estate agent is glorified as like instant money it's easy yep. it's simple to go out there and get leads and sell houses and that's totally not the case and it, you have to be a certain personality type and have a certain like tenacity in order to stick with it you and do, do it. you got to have customer service skills um, but yeah you need to be tenacious in terms of persevering through those uh, yeah the big gaps of not getting any return for all what you're investing in yeah for sure so if you could go back in time and change your route mm -hmm. through real estate, is there anything that you would have done differently starting from the beginning? Um, I don't think I would change much because like I said, um, I've just been so hesitant to fully dive into this as a career because I've seen uh, my family and my colleagues um, be successful um, financially but not successful with a balanced social life. So mm -hmm. I, I'm always gonna come back to that social life. Um, you know, we all wanna make money, but what's the point in making money if you can't mm -hmm. have a healthy, balanced social life? So um, 
I think I don't think I would change anything because uh, I've always um, stayed on the cusp of it, not dived into it. And um, from my standpoint, as a real uh, a licensed realtor assistant, um, I've been able to take weekends off. Um, I've had a lot more flexibility. Um, I don't have to worry about a commission. Um, you know, I get a salary as a, an assistant. Um, so yeah, I don't think I would change anything because uh, I've been able to have a balanced social life uh, my entire real estate career. Yeah, you have a really interesting perspective. Like my co-founder, Jake, his dad, he has an unlicensed assistant. Mm -hmm. And so his business is just entirely different, right? Yeah, everybody has a different dynamic to their real estate team and yeah. just how they operate in general personally. Yeah, it's fascinating. I also think that the consumer, like home buyer and home seller, they see a real estate agent as just a single, they always see them as just like a single yes. person and they yep. don't always understand like the dynamics are, can be so profoundly different from one person you're working with versus if you were to work with another person, the way that yep. someone's team is structured. Like when you choose a real estate agent, you're really, it's like you're choosing a business. Like what, who do you want to do like business with and what does, what comes with their business? What do they offer for you? Of course, um, of course. And I don't think that everybody, uh, like home buyers and home sellers, they just they don't really see it like that. They, but that is a huge portion that's they just don't. They don't. Not um, noticed, right? There's so many things going on behind the scenes. Um, so, uh, like your co-founder's dad and his son, who's an unlicensed assistant. Um, people will see his dad as the realtor, but they don't know what's going on. Um, like I said, behind the scenes, but. To go even further behind the scenes is the administrators at the office um, where our licenses are hung and then our designated brokers yeah. are there for any kind of questions that we don't have um, and we can't we can't um, use our licenses unless they're hung under a designated yeah. broker that has experience yeah. uh, and is that and is that um, is able to answer any kind of questions that we run into um, but yeah, there, there's so much more going on than meets the eye, and uh, a lot of people look past that. But um, people like you and I, or at least you, um, you haven't been an assistant uh, or started out as an assistant. Right. Um, you might have thought like most people do getting into it, like, oh, you know, this is easy money. But as soon as you get into it, you, you get to see it from yeah. a different perspective and see sure. how much more to it there is. Yeah, it makes you realize that you don't know anything about business at all, yep. right? It's yep. like a real estate agent, it's like you're having your own company, realistically. Like if you are first getting into the business and you don't know this yet, let it be known that yes. you are literally your entirely own company. Like you yeah, are your you're self-employed. You're your you're own brand, you are in charge of sales, you are in charge of marketing, you are in charge of shebang. inbound, outbound, like. Yep taxes, finance. You're like, your own receptionist. Yeah, yes. it is, it's all on you. It's a lot to balance. Yeah, and so you have to ask yourself, like, am I ready for this or do I wanna take baby steps and learn more? How do I wanna funnel in? Yep. Um, yeah, just fascinating. There's so many different routes, um, but I really think that, yeah, the technology that we're working on is gonna help really alleviate new agents with kind of self-solving some of those questions that they might have and yeah. then filter through some problems. Um, I remember like a funny story I'll tell you um, my very first client was a friend of mine from my CrossFit gym at the time and that when you get first get your e-key 
they show yep. you at the MLS. They like you put the app on your phone, and then yep. they don't even give you. They don't even give you the super box. They just show you from behind the desk. They're like, okay, so you put in your code, and then you go boop boop, right? And then you you push the bottom in. Yep, I remember. That's your tutorial <laughs> onto how to open a key box. And so then the first time I'm working with a prospective client who you know, I'm 3% of the money that they're paying for the house yes. is coming to me. Yeah, it's I'm, a lot of I'm using the E key for the first time and I'm just like fumbling around trying to get it to work. You don't work. want to look unprofessional. Oh my gosh, um, so embarrassing, right? It's yeah. like, no, pr I mean, granted, sometimes it doesn't work, right? Sometimes the Bluetooth has yeah, issues or whatever. It, so you're, you're <laughs> referencing a user error, not the um, super error. Right, um, where it's like you're just trying to figure it out, right? You're thrown and, in the deep end yeah. because, uh, yeah, like I said, you're self-employed, so you're dealing with all this stuff um, that's very new for the first time. Yeah. And it's a line of work that has very high expectations, yeah. and uh, we're all very expendable because there's so many of us. Um, so true. So, uh, like I mentioned, Doorside has... Um, what it offers is, is it helps the new starting out agent and then it also helps the established agent. Um, so yeah, I think it's great. Thanks man. <laughs> yeah. So helping other agents, I just want new agents to not have that kind of like anxiety or embarrassment yep. or stress around trying something new for the first time and failing or learning yeah. in front of somebody who's expecting you to help oh, them with a home purchase. I see what you're saying. Right? Use DoorSide to go use this super technology for the first yeah. time and there's not so much pressure. Exactly. I see what you're saying. Yes, right? Yes. So it's like, I would have loved the opportunity to go show houses to your mom's clients yeah. Yeah. for the first time and be able to learn by reading information off the MLS yep. and yep. like learn how to navigate my app. It needs and, to be second nature. Right. Because... I remember the first time I was in a house, the clients I was working with were asking me questions like, is it gas or is it wood stove, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yep. And like, I didn't even know where all that information was on the listing in my phone because I hadn't like done enough practice looking yeah. at it. Yep. Yep. And so it was embarrassing. Like, hold on, let me look, you know? And yeah. So giving people the opportunity to practice something. That's a really good point. On, um, you need that reiteration, yeah. um, like I said before, it becomes second nature. And so not only are you looking at the listing information, but you're going to houses like this and touring around and they'll have questions that, yeah, you might not know how to answer then, but you'll be able to answer in the future right. when they're your clients. Um, exactly. And certain questions like, uh, like if you see a hot water tank, you'll be able to tell if it's electric or gas because yeah. you've gone out and seen multiple hot water tanks. Yes. So the more experienced you, um, I guess, exude when you are with uh, your future clients, yeah. the more they're going to trust you because it's a... It's a business relationship built on trust. Yeah, for sure. So that's like one of the most exciting like things I'm most excited about because yeah, I experienced. I, I didn't. I didn't know that's what you were getting, but then it clicked. <laughs> I was like, yes, that is great. Um, yeah. I had the opportunity as an assistant, which um, it's a very low percentage of realtors as well. Um, but uh, yeah, for the vast majority, they they need that exposure to start talking in the real estate lingo. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm excited about that. But I want to know more about you and like what your goals are and what you're working on right now. Like what's in terms it? of real estate or just life in general? I guess just life in general. Like what's exciting you right now? Yeah. What is like what are you doing in your business world that's allowing you the freedom to explore things that are exciting you outside of business? Yeah, so um, I do a few things. Uh, I work at a high school every day with special needs. Um, so I, I think I mentioned I'm a behavioral technician. Uh, I got my pre-nursing degree. I studied cadavers. Uh, I've always been really interested in medicine. And what I'm doing now with my special needs student, I consider medicine, it's psychology or behavioral mm -hmm. science. Um, so that's always been more of my passion. Uh, the real estate was more of um, my parents um, and what they've done and I was following in their footsteps and I'll always have my real estate license and I think I'll dabble in and out of it. Um, but um, like I said, I, I'm considering maybe pursuing this more as a full-time thing mm -hmm. separate. Um, and what I think I can do with Doorside, just back to that really quick, is um, if I became a full-time self-employed um, realtor in residential sales uh, and don't have an assistant, I can use Doorside to manage my time if I want to run a second business. Mm. I can use my real estate business to finance my passion, which yeah. is um, a potential startup business. Uh, it's a franchise that I'd purchase, but it would be, uh, I would be the owner and operator. Awesome. Um, but yeah, the franchise I'm investing in has to do with medicine. Um, it deals with osteoporosis, balance, um, it helps with type 2 diabetes, and um, that's been a uh, recent business cool. venture I've been looking into. Cool. Totally um, in your lane. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's, uh, awesome. that's always been my passion since I started school Yeah. Um, that I've been pursuing. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, hmm. Jake had told me on the way here that you know how to throw flames in the air? Uh, yeah, okay. We, we can talk <laughs> about some wanting, personal hobbies. I've been wanting to ask about that because we're sitting by the fire and yeah. I was just thinking that. Most definitely. Um, uh, do people in the office know that you know how to throw flames in the air? Can we talk uh, about that? <laughs> at my office, um, so I've been going to Burning Man for five years. My mom just went f this year, so I don't think because um, we work at the same office. Good, she got some time off. That's great. Yeah, yeah. We actually had someone cover, um, and it went well, but, you know, it was stressful because we were both off the grid and we didn't have right. reception. But, you know, that's a whole other story. Right. Um, but uh, now that she's been, because she's been in the office for 20 years, uh, and she's closer with all of our colleagues, um, yeah. they all heard that she went. Um, that's so but yeah, I, I perform out there. Um, growing up, I always hacky sacked as a hobby, and I found out um, they have Kevlar ones you can light on fire. So I wear uh, welding gloves and I, I dance with them. I juggle them with my feet and my hands. So um, you make the hacky sacks on fire? Yeah. So uh, that's so cool. Yeah, I can stall them and throw them all around. Um, but uh, wow. Yeah, that, that's definitely a fun hobby I do. Um, your co-founder and I grew up together, and uh, we originally got them when we were maybe, uh, I'd say, 15. Used them, had a lot of fun, and then um, my mom, my boss, my colleague found them 
and threw them away without telling us because they were just so dangerous and reckless. And oh, you, know, no. you never want 15-year-old kids juggling fire with their feet out in the neighborhood. <laughs> um, but since then, I've bought more. I've gotten more experience with them. Um, yeah, I perform with them, especially on a Burning Man. Um, there's just so many people out there uh, spinning uh, fire poi and fire swords. So you, if you're a performer, you can just hop in the circle and there's already like you know, hundreds of people around them to perform. So yeah, that's that's been a really fun um, little side hobby I've, I've been doing for the past 10 years or so. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you also make music. I, I dabble with uh, music uh, production. I've been um, doing Ableton. Uh, I am an avid electronic music enthusiast. Um, I DJ. I'm more of a DJ, but I do definitely dabble in production. I have lots of friends that are experienced producers, and I meet with them a couple times a month, and they teach me Ableton, um, teach me music theory. Ableton is a music program um, to produce music. There's others like um, Fruity Loops. Um, trying to think of some others. These They're, are for like electronic music in particular? Yeah, but okay. you, you, can, you can use them for anything. Cool. Um, like GarageBand was like an original one that Apple had. Right. Um, so they're basically really complex GarageBand programs to make music, um, and you can do anything with them. Um, cool. And the more I find out and learn about production, the better I get at DJing and mixing and vice versa. Um, so that is definitely what I do um, with the majority of my free time when I'm not oh. working on a new franchise, um, working as a licensed realtor assistant, and working at a high school as a behavioral technician. Uh, I DJ and I, I throw parties, and some of these parties I, um, I'm juggling my fire <laughs> hacky sacks at the same time, but yeah, it's, it's a lifestyle. That's so fun. The many facets of Dayton. <laughs> yes. I love it. That's really cool. Um, yeah. Burning Man seems awesome. I've never gone. I could I could talk your ear off for hours. If um, you could explain it in three of your favorite words. Three of your favorite words. Three of my favorite words. Um, whew, I got to think of good ones to do it justice. Because um, without... I'll get back to the three words. I would say it's an enigma because I've gone five times and I still don't understand what it is. Um, but um, I also think there's something out there for everybody of any type of person. Mm. Um, there's live music, um, there's electronic music, but uh, people set up boxing uh, rings to just box and just be silly. Uh, there's like a human car wash that Dr. Bronner's runs. There's all sorts of famous people <laughs> bringing stuff. But uh, three words, cool. uh, one would just be, it's an enigma. Um, Two would be that um, it's spiritual um, slash, you know, cathartic. Mm. Um, and three is that um, it's a disconnect. Um, there's no service out there. Uh, there's no uh, money. It's a gifting economy. So, That's yeah, cool. those would be my, my three words. But I could, I could write a 100-page single-space paper on it. The ultimate uh, escape from yes, yes, from from, from time the real and space world. as it exists. Yeah, now. we always reference coming home or meeting friends that we met at the burn, um, mm. and when we meet them out here, we call it the default world. It sounds cheesy, but um, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think one of the biggest takeaways from our conversation is yeah. 
always keep your real estate license. Yes, <laughs> always. Because in between your many interests and business ventures yeah. and things that excite you, you've always been able to fall back and use your license to leverage your passions, I've, leverage I've your life. I've kept it even when I yeah. quit being a property manager. Um, yeah. I, yeah, there's no point. Um, you put in there's so much always effort. an opportunity that yeah. will be in the background and there's advantages like you can you know buy your own house and save some commission True. Um, but let's say whatever um, work you're in currently um, there's a falling out or you get fired or you want to quit yeah. you have that to fall back on to um, so yes yeah. I recommend anybody that gets their license to continue to keep it active cool I think that was like one of the most powerful things I took away from our conversation was just its ability to be a tool that you can always have in your toolbox. Most definitely. And for you to be able to take it out and use it when you want. It's just like, you know, when you go to school and you study something just because you're not yep. pursuing um, that particular topic or that field, um, you can always fall back on your degree and use it in real estate. It's the same. So it's a professional business license. Yeah. And um, you can learn a lot from it. And yeah, there's so many advantages to it. For sure. So if you have empowered yourself with your real estate license and you're thinking about quitting mm -hmm. and trying something different, it's okay to quit. It's okay to try something new, but keep it in your pocket. Don't get rid of it. Don't keep let it in it, your pocket. Don't let it expire. Um, awesome. Well, yep. Take it from me. Take it from me. <laughs> yeah. No matter what you're up to, you can always uh, you can always re reopen your license. And use of course. It of course. So cool. Well, thanks for chatting. It was yeah. awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. It's and been fun. Um, yeah, if you want to stick around, um, we're going to give a full tour of this beautiful house um, that's going to be at the end of the video. So check the description below and you'll be able to uh, get a home tour here from Dayton. See Bye you guys. guys.